Hey everyone, my name is Ashley and I'm a certified mental performance consultant and I'm here today with my partner Zach to talk to you about the mental aspects of tryouts. Tryouts are pretty nerve-wracking, there's a lot going through your mind, you're pretty nervous, and so we want to give you some tools to help make sure that those nerves don't impact how well you can perform in those tryouts and to show those coaches what you're capable of. Thanks Ash for the introduction, I'm super excited to be here with you guys. I'm going to ask questions today as if I am one of you, because I was one of you when I went through tryouts a long, long time ago in a former life. And I know that I could have really used some of this information that we're going to talk to you about today. Um, it probably would have made a massive difference in how I performed during tryouts. And I want the same for all of you. So let's get into it. Ash. Uh, the number one thing of tryouts is that you're competing with other people. It can be very nerve wracking. There's a lot going on. Can you talk to us about how we don't let those things get to us, or maybe we can find a way to block that stuff out? Because I think that would be super important right off the bat for the people that are looking at each other going, Ooh, they're scoring more than me. Oh, they're doing this more than me. I think this would be something helpful for them. Why don't you go ahead and give us some tips on what they can be doing to like kind of help with that side of things. Yeah, for sure. You're exactly right that when someone's in tryouts, one, they're feeling evaluated and that's nerve wracking. Two, they're being evaluated and essentially compared to the people around them. Like that's what tryouts are. You're com you're, the coaches are looking to see, you know, who's who are the best athletes, who are the top athletes in this group of people. So you wanna stand out as an athlete, like that's important to you is how can I stand out? How can I make myself feel like the coaches see what I can bring while also not comparing myself to other people? That's difficult, right? Let's start with the standing out piece, okay? How can I stand out? How can I make myself feel like the coaches see my value and see what I can bring? I think with that, I always talk to athletes about strengths. What are your strengths? Now, we hear this all the time, like, what are your strengths? And a lot of times, actually, when I ask athletes what their strengths are, they tell me their personality strengths, like, oh, I'm kind, I'm encouraging, and, like, I pump up my teammates, which, hey, I think is great. Like, I will never discourage that. But when I talk about strengths, I really want athletes to talk about what about their physical ability makes them a great athlete? And so what are strengths, the physical strengths? One thing could be what you're naturally good at, so what part of your of your sport comes really easily to you? That's a strength, like hone in on that. So in a tryout, if you're doing a drill that shows that strength, really focus in on that and show your ability there versus maybe getting frustrated on a drill that maybe you're not as strong at and thinking, oh my gosh, like I'm not good at this, so they're going to cut me. Focus more on like what are you good at and really hone in on it on that drill. Another thing that could be a strength is what makes you unique as that as an athlete in that sport. So when I say unique, on teams you've been on before, what has been your role? What have you brought to that team before? So for example, I played basketball. I thought that the best players, the ones that coaches looked for, are the ones that scored all the time, made all the baskets. But my role in most of my teams was a really good defensive player. And I never realized that that was something that made it a really big difference on the court, even though it did. And so I think I wish I would have focused more on that 
and been like, I'm a really good defender versus getting stressed out that I wasn't making baskets. If I focus on what I was good at, maybe I wouldn't have been as frustrated on the skills that I wasn't as naturally good at. Yeah, so Ash, with that, I think the top question would be, how do I know if my strengths are what the coach is looking for? And that's the hard thing is that you don't. You don't know. I mean, maybe it's a coach you've seen before and you have an idea. So if you do know the coach, think about like what do they usually look for and try to show that, show that you're capable of that skill. But most of the time you don't know what the coaches are thinking. And I think thinking about what the coaches are thinking is what causes the nerves. So instead, walk in and be like, this is what I'm good at and I'm going to show the coaches that I can do this. This is what I'm capable of. Versus, do the coaches think that this is good? What are they thinking? I know that they're the ones making the decision, but you can't control what you're, what they're thinking. And honestly, you might not perform well if you're overanalyzing what they're thinking. You actually might make more errors. So instead, go in with kind of this fake it till you make it mindset. Like, this is what I'm good at. This is what I, how I'm going to show it in the tryout and hope that stands out, you know? Yeah, it's like you, you, you can't control everything. You don't have no player is the best at everything. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you, there's only so much you can do only so much you can control. So go in with your game plan, be confident in your game plan and kind of stick to it Yeah, is what you're saying. Yeah, and yeah. with tryouts, it's the beginning of a season, right? So I don't, I would hope that coaches aren't expecting you to be good at everything. That's what the year, that's what the season is for, to mm. grow and to learn those newer skills. Think about this with practice and competition as well. There's a time to think about your strengths and then there's a time to think about your weaknesses so that you can grow tryouts and competition are a place where you just have to go in and be like this is what i'm good at and i'm going to show it practice throughout the season is a place where you try to develop those weaknesses or off season too where like you're not competing yes we need to grow and to get better but if we're only focusing on what we're not good at in competition and tryouts we most likely are not going in as confident as possible yeah so with that timing ash that you're just talking about is tryouts the right time to start comparing yourself to other players? A lot of people would say yes, because that's what tryouts is. You're comparing yourself to other people, as I said before, but actually no. Tryouts is an awful place to start comparing yourself. Honestly, I don't like comparisons in any setting, but that's a whole other conversation. But let's talk about it in tryouts. There's multiple types of comparisons you could be making. You could be looking at somebody who is really talented, be like, wow, like I wanna be more like that. I think that's a helpful comparison because it's it's a hopeful thought like I can get there, I will get there, and maybe figuring out how you'll get there. But most of the time in tryouts, what's happening is you're either comparing like, wow, she's so much better than me, or you're like, wow, I'm better than her, so like I'm fine. And actually both of those comparisons are hurtful. Sure, the comparison like, hey, I'm better than somebody could make you feel confident. But I think what that does is it makes you complacent. Like, oh, I'm fine. I don't need to worry. And then maybe you're not showing your fullest capacity. And then the opposite where you feel like, oh, this person's better than me. Again, you're probably not showing your fullest capacity because you're you're like, well, I'm not good enough. So what's the point of trying? Both comparisons make us play smaller than what we actually are capable of. And so I think the key is just to stay in your lane. Focus on what you're good at. Again, I know that's hard, especially some tryouts. There's like 60 plus people around you, maybe more. I mean, it depends on the sport. But 
again, that's where strengths come into play. Strengths are the opposite of comparisons. If you see your value in what you bring, you're not going to be comparing to other people. Sure, somebody might have a strength that's your weakness, but maybe you have a strength that somebody else doesn't. And again, we don't want to put down others, but just recognize that you are uniquely you and you are somebody that's going to contribute something to this team. And it doesn't have to be what everybody else contributes. And honestly, if you do stand out, like you're bringing something that other people aren't, that's going to show the coach's value. And then you're going to feel valuable. You're going to see your value and recognize that you're unique. Yeah, we've all been there before, right? Where we're playing a team that might be not as talented as we are, not as seasoned as we are, and we end up playing down and sometimes even losing to that team. Mm -hmm. So that's what can happen when you're trying to compare yourself to somebody that's better or worse than you. Mm -hmm. You're going to play worse than your actual full potential. Yeah. The best way you can be at your best is to focus on yourself. So what do you mean focus on yourself? Yeah, that's probably easier said than done, right? So focus on yourself. Again, we just talked about not comparing and not thinking about the, the other athletes around you. Now let's talk about coach because that's the person you're really worried about. Like what is coach thinking? It's not just you comparing, you're worrying that coach is comparing as well. I think the key to focusing on yourself is to actually control your focus. So I like to think of focus as like a spotlight or like a flashlight coming out of your eyes where everything that's not helpful is out in the dark. You're not looking at it. And everything that is helpful is something you're looking at and keeping in your focus light. When it comes to, again, where you're looking and what you're paying attention to, I think a lot of times athletes walk into environments, tryouts, big big games, big tournaments, and they let the environment, like they soak it all in. And sometimes soaking it all in is like super nerve wracking. It can add extra pressure. It can make you more anxious. So I actually challenge athletes to think about like, what are you looking at in the space, in the sport environment? What are you paying attention to? So one thing that I tell a lot of athletes with, with tryouts specifically is don't look at the coaches like at all. And that sounds so weird because that's like not normal or it's not what a lot of people do. But when you look at the coach, you're seeing them write something down on their clipboards You're seeing their body language. And again, they're evaluating a lot of people at one time. But when you look at them, especially if you just did something right or wrong, you're like, oh, whatever they're thinking or doing right now is about me. And it might not be. Their eyes could have been somewhere else. So you might not even know if like their reaction was about something you did or the person next to you. Looking at them is just going to create fear, anxiety, what if thoughts, And you're just going to get more nervous. So instead, I would just not even look at the coaches at all. Try your best not to look at them at all. Obviously, they might come up to you in tryouts and have conversations with you. That's fine. Like, don't just walk away from them. But when you're performing, if you're doing a drill or you're doing a scrimmage, just don't even look. Yeah, there's such high nerves, you know, like we've all been there. You've been there. I've been there. And you're you're sitting there trying to perform and there's just a lot of emotions going on in your body. Mm-hmm. So so it sounds like not looking at coach can be really helpful, but sometimes I personally and maybe other athletes out there, when I'm not looking at coach, I'm actually only focusing on not looking at coach mm-hmm. as opposed to like what's going on in the tryout. What are your recommendations for what to focus on instead of just not focusing on looking at coach? Right, right. So... Obviously, this depends on the sport. So I might just choose volleyball for an example to put it into context because tryouts could look different based on the sport. 
for volleyball, for example, most of the time, like if you're a passer, you're focusing on the ball. If you're a hitter, you're focusing on your setter and like when they're going to set the ball. And again, when you're a hitter, you're focusing on the ball. So a lot of times the best way to kind of be present and make sure you're focusing on what you should be focusing on is picking one thing, potentially an object in the space that could be helpful. So always focus on the ball that you're playing with on that court. So if you're passing back and forth with a partner, focus on the ball. If you're in the middle of a scrimmage, focus on just the ball, which you need to anyway to perform well because you need to know what's going on. So instead, keep the focus on the ball. That external thing you're focusing on can help with keeping yourself present and keeping your mind distracted so you're not looking at coach or you can just like look at a a teammate or a player so again if you're a hitter look at your setter if you're a passer look at your setter because they're the person you need to be making sure you're connected with anyway yeah so it's like a double-edged sword like by not by focusing on the ball you're also not looking at coach you don't have to focus on not looking at coach right right it's just Yeah, it's just like, don't look at coach, but then look at this. That was a good question because, again, saying don't look at coach, you're thinking about coach then. It's not helpful, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ash, let's talk about emotions really quick because emotions are at their peak. You're you're intimidated. You're scared. That's natural. It's going to happen. How do you manage the stress? How do you manage the emotion in order to keep performing at your best despite it? Yeah, that's a great question. So... I think the first thing I want to mention before I go into the tool is nerves don't necessarily mean that you're not ready. A lot of athletes feel that way where they think, oh, I'm nervous, therefore I'm not going to do well. In in reality, you can be nervous and still perform well. Nerves mean that something's important to you. So it's okay to have a little bit of nerves. The issue is when the nerves get too high. When you're so nervous that maybe your body is very stiff to the point maybe you're shaking. There's so many doubts going through your mind. That's where that's where it could be hurtful to performance. So you just want to make sure that the nerves are not too high. And one way to do that is to recognize like, okay, I'm nervous, but that means I can still perform well. That can be like a good starting point. Now let's say the nerves are too high where your body is tensing up and you're having all these doubt thoughts. Let's talk about how to calm your body down. So I actually stole this from a doctor of mine. So this is not fully mine, but it works so well. So one thing that he taught me is the four, seven, eight breathing, four second inhale, seven second hold, eight second exhale. And you do that three times in a row. Obviously do this before you go in, like you can't be doing that mid play, but going into tryouts, if the nerves are at its peak, use that. And the reason it's really powerful is he told me, and it works, it turns off your fight or flight response. So when you're mm-hmm. nervous, your body's like on edge. It's in fight or flight mode. It's it's scared. To turn that off physically is to do the four, seven, eight breathing. And so parents... We'll talk about parents in a second, but that could be a really good tool that maybe you do with your athletes right before they go into tryouts. Like if you're dropping them off, maybe do it with them and count with them and sh- and help them go in a little bit more calm. Now let's mm-hmm. talk about like the nerves going on in the mind. Like how do you combat that? The opposite of doubt is facts. If you can give yourself facts that you've done something well, because doubt is like, I'm not sure, but the fact is like, but you've done this before. So again, this is something that athletes can do alone or parents can help with. Remind yourself going into tryouts of the times you've been successful before, times you've made teams, things you've done really well in tryouts before, or just skills that you're really good at. So back to the strengths. 
I think if you can remind yourself and kind of list those out before you go in to the tryout, I think that could be really powerful. And also within, like, if you make a mistake, remind yourself of a time you've done it correctly. Just because you messed up doesn't mean you're incapable of doing it correctly. I think when we make mistakes, we can feel that way. Like, this isn't going to go well. I'm going to keep messing up. But you know how to do that skill. So just remind yourself that you're capable of that. You mentioned parents in there. And this is a perfect segue into talking about parents because they're a factor, just like your coach and other teammates. So for all the parents out there, what can parents be doing to help their athlete be ready for tryouts? Yeah, that's a great question. Parents are a huge factor, like you said, because they're the person with the athlete before they go into tryouts. So the interactions you have with your child are how they're going to walk into that tryout space. So I think parents can do a lot to help their child go in confident and calm and ready to perform in tryouts. One of the tools that will help is one that I mentioned earlier is the 478 breathing. So just as a reminder, the 478 breathing is 4 second inhale, 7 second hold, 8 second exhale, and you do that 3 times. What this does is it turns off your fight or flight response. When someone is extremely nervous, they're on edge. So the best way to turn that off physically is to use this breathing technique. Parents, I think if you do this with your child, either like in the car, like if you're just dropping them off, do it right before you drop them off and and do the breathing with them. Maybe if you're walking into the gym or the court or the field, wherever they're going, do it with them to help them calm down. Because they might not know this tool exists. Maybe you're a parent watching this video. So bring that to your to your child. That's one thing. Another thing that I brought up earlier was comparison versus strengths thoughts. I think it can be really easy to point out, again, what the child might not be good at or what other people are really good at compared to your child because you're just trying to show them like, hey, we really need to work on this so that you can make the team. And I get that. I, I appreciate that. But again, like I said, competition and tryouts are places where strengths need to be the focus, not weaknesses or comparisons. They can work on that in practices and in the offseason, but going into tryouts or going into a game, it's so important for you to remind your child, what are they really good at? What makes them unique? Now, they might not believe you because you're their parent. Just keep that in mind. Like They're like, oh, you're my parent. You have to say that. But I still think you should try. Be like, you're really strong at this. If you show that, I think you'll really stand out or um, or you're really naturally good at this. Just focus on that. We'll work on everything else later. So I think the way you talk to them and what you're saying to them becomes their thoughts going into tryouts. So make sure that they're powerful, encouraging, positive and help them feel confident. You mentioned that parents comments can become their kids thoughts. And so what are some other helpful things that parents can say and what might not be so good to say and how you can change them to be better? Great question. So we talked about the strengths. So definitely pointing out their strengths, as I mentioned before, a couple other ideas. This one's kind of the simplest one, do versus don't comments. So a don't comment could be, hey, don't stress, don't worry don't be nervous. Good intention always. Like you're, you're just trying to help your child not feel those things. But then the last thing they heard was stress, nervous, all the things they don't want to be, right? Or you don't want them to be. So instead, I think you can make a simple change of like, you got this, be confident, be strong, you are capable. Make sure that the last word that they hear from that comment is a word that you want them to embody. So if you want them to be confident, say, be confident, you got this. Or if you want them to be calm, like be calm, you got this. Like, 
I think that's a very simple change, but it makes a big difference. Another thing that could be helpful is a lot of times athletes are going in with a lot of doubt thoughts, like they're doubtful of how they're going to be. They're probably worried that they're not going to show their fullest potential in that tryout. And then they're not going to make the team when like they know they, they're good enough to. So I think one thing that you can say is you can remind them of times they've succeeded in the past. Like remember when you made the team last year, like you can do that again. Just do what you did last year. Or, hey, you ended that last season so strong in this way. Show those same characteristics going into the tryouts. Like you've been successful in the past. I know you can succeed again today. Yeah, I love that. All really great things. I think that kind of wraps up everything that like I had questions about. Are there any final thoughts on your side? I think the key is for athletes and parents, the energy going into tryouts is very nerve wracking. There's a lot of anticipation. It's a context that can be very nerve wracking. And it's a context where maybe athletes don't perform at their best because how nerve wracking it is. So I think the main goal of this podcast for me was to give you guys, parents and athletes, a couple tools to try to go into that space with a more confident mindset, a more calm mindset, and just recognizing that you know what to do and you're capable of succeeding. Just take the context of tryouts out of it. Just focus on how am I going to pass really well? How am I going to show this skill really well? Keep it simple. You know how to do that skill. Just forget that it's tryouts by not looking at the coaches, taking some deep breaths, and I think you can be as strong as possible. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much, Ash, for coming on here and giving everybody some tools. If you guys really enjoyed or really learned something from this, you know, feel free to reach out to us and and let us know how the tryouts have gone for you. Um, We're very excited to hear it, and and we want to be here to support you as much as we can. So, So from Asset Mastery, good luck. You all have this. We're very proud of you. And we know you guys are going to do some great things. So thank you all so much. Until next time.